0: Part in the intro has more technical difficulties with it. Either way, into the show, remember Triple H in the ring, and he basically introduces NXT superstars. I think that's a good call. I think that's a good move for, uh, you know, the main roster. As far as trying to get ratings back up in a way, it's, it actually works for both sides because people that haven't been exposed to NXT, I could see NXT, you know, so, you know they could uh, you know, transition to watch NXT. Because of the four superstars, it's uh, Ricochet, Johnny Gargano, Alistair Black and the NXT champion, Thomas, uh, Tomasa Champa. So we're gonna see these guys action later on tonight. I anticipate it. Uh, and, uh, right now we're getting into a tables match between Braun Strowman and Baron Corbin because of what happened last night at the Elimination Chamber. Uh, Braun Strowman put him through a table, then Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley, uh, came out and, you know, uh, took him out, which gave Corbin... No- I think that's win number four or five for Baron Corbin. I think that was win number four in a row for him. So uh, getting having the monster among men, uh, seeing him one on one now. I don't. This is a true test to see if he'll be able to pick up a win, stipulation included. But um, well we'll just see how it all takes place. And say what you want about how many times Baron Corbin and Braun Strowman have been going at it throughout the past couple of months, they put on a real good table match. Uh, crazy chair spots. The announce table fell off of the stage when they made it made their way up there. That was it was a lot of elements to a, a great match, and those guys uh, checked all the boxes. I enjoyed the match personally. I think uh, I don't really know uh, where this story goes from here. You know, I had an idea about you know what would take place with uh, Baron Corbin's uh, you know trio he's formed, but I'm not. Uh, you know, I don't know. It seems that this it might be uh, the blow-off. Uh, you know, Braun Strowman, had, he was all taped up, had injured ribs, his back was hurt from the attack uh, uh, at Elimination Chamber, but Braun Strowman was able to pick up the victory tonight. There was a lot of crazy spots. Braun Strowman picks up the victory, and, you know, maybe now they'll move on. Maybe not. We'll just see how it all takes place. Let's get into the next segment, though. Braun is heading up the ramp, and out comes Paul Heyman. And uh, Braun Strowman, you know, clearly still a little upset that he hasn't really gotten his uh, proper Universal Championship match with Brock Lesnar. You know, he's about to attack Heyman, decides against it, and Paul comes on down to the ring and gives us a really cool video package and of him telling a story about all of Brock Lesnar's accolades. I thought it was well done, and it even had it to be continued. He went on to speak about how Seth Rollins doesn't have a chance and it's not enough fire in his soul to be able to beat Brock Lesnar, but then he's interrupted by Finn Balor the new Intercontinental Champion, so uh, Royal Champion, Iron Man got it by however it means, but he's the champ right now, so let's see uh, what he has to say. So Finn says that he's uh, you know, happy to be an Intercontinental Champion, then he's interrupted by Leo Rush after about one, maybe two sentences and, uh, and he tells him that he doesn't deserve to be intercontinental champion. And Bobby Lashley deserves to be intercontinental champion. And with that, Bobby Lashley attacks him from behind, and Leo Rush comes out there. All right, we thought they might have been splitting up, but apparently they aren't. Bobby Lashley's just upset, took it out on uh, Ben Balor, and this brings out Ricochet. So that was a fun little surprise on how to, uh, you know. Uh, get him into the product, because, it was, you know, good good spot for it. So now we're going to have a tag team match between Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush taking on Ricochet and Finn Balor, the Intercontinental Champion. One of the early things to notice is that Ricochet didn't necessarily do his entrance when he, well, because he ran down to the ring to aid Finn Balor. But, you know, that leaves time for when his entrance, is, it does happen, you know, it'll be really, really awesome looking, I guess. But Ricochet is well. Speaking of awesome, he is definitely that. Ricochet is uh, he. He's fast. You know, showcased all of his talents. He was in there with Leo Rush. We know Leo was a quick, quickster himself. So it's uh, it was really nice to see both of them uh, go at it and really again showcase the talents. Either way, uh, Finn Balor and Ricochet came up with the victory. We saw Ricochet hit uh, the 6:30, and um, it was a couple of good good moments from Bobby Lashley also. He was extremely focused and intense the entire match. Like he was, he was showing an aggressive side that says he's pissed off about losing that championship and he wants it back. I don't know if we're going to continue the program with them. I don't know if this moves on. Do we get to see Ricochet again next week? Maybe he's heading on back down to NXT after this. It was just a, you know, one-off deal every so often. We'll we'll see what happens with, you know, the NXT superstars for now. But Ricochet and uh, Finn Balor pick up the victory. I think it was real good for all of them. I think it was good for everybody. Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush is still uh, a team. Ricochet looked real well. He showcased excellently, I hope. Uh, backstage was paying attention. He's definitely a ball of energy and, you know, finished still Intercontinental Champion. So maybe throwing someone else in the mix, maybe uh, some stipulations. Who knows? We don't know. But we got, uh, we're got moving in the fast lane, so we might actually get to see these guys one-on-one. But let's uh, get on into the rest of the show. Cut backstage, Triple H talking to Natty and bumps uh, mm-hmm. and Drew McIntyre, who uh, pretty much is saying mm-hmm. he wants an opportunity to Seth Rollins said he would do uh, what it takes to be a champion on the main roster and I mean he's been doing very well you know like he came in with a bang and our, we're not going into what you know all the internet has to say but all they cooled him down and stuff like that he's still extremely devastating in the ring so you know uh notice the NXT superstars got the carpet rolled out for him and so I guess going into it, Drew McIntyre wants to seem like he's a guy at the top of the mountain or he wants to be at the top of the mountain by the time these guys are all officially called over to the main roster. That's what it seemed like, but we see Dean Ambrose comes in and uh, says he's not doing anything, so they could uh, throw down in the ring and proceed to slap him in the face, which was awesome. Switches over, Triple well, E switches over the match, obviously, and we're going to get into that later on tonight, I guess. So, Grand Metal League and Lince Dorado take on Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. Pick up the easy victory off of and, like, which was like the roll-up pin in predicament. I believe it was uh, Lince Dorado that hit him with it, hit uh, Kurt Hawkins with it. So, he's up to 260-something, 250-something, I don't know, but... The losing streak continues for him and Zack Ryder. Good to see Zack Ryder overall. Uh, eventually, I'm sure we'll get into a little storyline. You know, we. it seems like the seeds are being planted now. The fact that we're seeing both of them on TV. Like, it might be time to really start building toward uh, their first victory together. Well, at least Kurt Hawkins' first victory. So we had a wild moment at the top of the stage with Heavy Machinery uh, being inter- interviewed by Charlie Caruso. And... then Lacey Evans comes out, and, you know, waves at the crowd, and it was pretty comical, but then she went back up, and the heavy machinery went down, you know, strutting like her, and she was chuckling, you know, chuckling and laughing, and I just thought that was a little weird, you know, like, some people didn't really like Lacey Evans coming out and at least showing a face, I think that's just a, I think it's actually a funny way, funny thing to just, excuse me, add to, you know, the show doesn't take very long, and it, it, you know, it's moments just to keep the face out there. I didn't think I know the same thing would have to happen with having machinery. But it was just weird to, like that one was a little awkward. Then we cut the commercial and no one knows what we seen. Like it was, it was a weird segment, you know. But whatever, right? Because it's it's Monday Night Bro. It's it's all kinds of things that's thrown at the wall. But um, we get into a tag, we get into the tag team match. Which was really, really good between the uh, tag team champions, the revival Dash and Dawson, and Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny mar I mean, me, Johnny Gargano. They, uh, the the old rivalry—they—they've shown, you know, that they're totally capable of uh, doing the in-ring part of what comes with being on the main roster. I can say that about those two. They, you know, we know they've uh, gone at it at NXT. The guys are comfortable working with each other, but. A lot of the offense that I saw was I was I was fairly impressed. I liked it, you know, to see it each and every week and to see them in storylines. It was it's gonna be another thing. We saw them backstage all talking about the accolades and uh, Rude and Gable were a little upset that they weren't uh, given the rematch pretty much. And these guys were just given a, a shot at you know the tag champs, non-title bout. But it was you know it was a you know, second backstage. They was all. You know, trying to one up each other, and ultimately, Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano uh, got the victory. So it's a good look for him, and you know, it's it was a good look for the NXT Championship and the North American Championship to be able to, you know, see the main product and be seen on the main product. Like we haven't seen the NXT Championship uh, showcased on Raw or SmackDown for a while. Like, uh, you know, they were doing that back with the Kevin Owens stuff, and or like you know when he was first coming up, but. It's a good way to have it come on now, and it really, I think if you're looking at how, quote-unquote, difficult it is to get an NXT superstar onto the main roster and have them gel, and, you know, their stories about having ready-made stories for these guys and all the rest of that, but you have to think about the other superstars that have been that have you know started from the bottom like everyone else, and that was what they got. Well, that was what Chad Gable got into, and I guess that was their way of trying to share with all of, uh, all of us in the WWE universe that it is a process for each and every superstar. So they work their way up, you know, based on whatever criteria backstage has for them with traveling on the road each and every week. So with that, let's uh, get on into the next segment. Ricochet cuts a <clears throat> excuse me. Ricochet cuts a real. Thankful promo backstage with Charlie Caruso, and then we cut to uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks, the new uh, first ever uh, women's tag team champions. So they came out, talked about how important it is to be champions, you know, and being the first ever how thankful they were for it. It's a good look for them. We all know it's the right thing, you know. And I was honestly thinking they were gonna get interrupted, but I guess to keep the, you know, it is a special moment. So you know, nothing really happened until the very end. They had Bailey's music and uh they were getting ready to leave, but then they were interrupted by Nia Jax and Tamina came out, said that the win was a fluke. It was uh well, set talked about Sasha Banks uh, actually never being able to win the championship and uh defend it. She always loses on her first defense. That is pretty much a fact. And uh she said Bailey this is the best Bailey's gonna get so Nia Jax being a little fiery, you know, but all no, no, all, ran down to the ring. Sasha Banks barely made sure they didn't get in. Try to put, uh, well, Banks put uh, Nia in the bank statement briefly. Nia got out, and that was the end of the segment. It's real cool. So I guess we might be getting into a, a rivalry. I might be the first rivalry going into. it, might be able to sell the match for WrestleMania. <laughs> Sounds good, but we'll just see how the match takes place. So we finally get into the match with Drew McIntyre and Dean Ambrose, man. Those two went in at it, had a quick fight, Drew McIntyre was able to come through with a claymore. And uh, he didn't necessarily get the, the head, you know, headshot the way he wanted to. So he went for a second one, and then he finally went for the pin against Dean. Uh, Dean looked like he was ready to go. It was a match between the two, but ultimately this makes Drew McIntyre look strong. Picked up the victory, and you know we'll find out who he's going to be taking on, you know, next week possibly. As far as Dean is concerned. uh, You know, things are, uh, you know, what they are with him right now. As far as uh, the company is concerned, we know we've heard, we know uh, what we've seen as far as uh, other superstars that have decided to leave the company. So, you know, uh, I'm going to still reserve commentary on it, and we'll find out uh, how things happen in a couple of weeks. Cutback stage, Charlie Caruso asks Seth Rollins if he uh, regrets taking on Brock Lesnar, and Seth pretty much says he don't care if he uh, walk out on his own two feet or uh, walk, get carried out on a stretcher, he's going to be the Universal Champion. has got that great uh, conclusion to the video package uh, for Brock Lesnar earlier. And, uh, man, we're going to see how it all happens, you know. So Brock Lesnar did go through every single person, and you know, and every main, main character, main event caliber superstar, you know. Uh, so going against Seth is gonna be, uh, it could be a cakewalk, you know, but we might be able to actually see a really good story told between the two, who knows, we're gonna find out come WrestleMania, but next up, we're gonna get, uh, are gonna get the walk with Elias. And so Elias and the Black end up having a really cool matchup, it was a one-on-one expedition, finally we got to see an NXT superstar, really go at it, with, um, Main roster superstar. I think that's what the match really was, and they they, they both had great moments. Alex the Black uh, hit this spinning kick for the win. I think it's gonna Fade the Black or something like that. But all four of them showcasing their talents on the main roster. I think is a real good look for the NXT brand in itself. Moving forward into the uh, main event with uh, Ronda Rousey and uh, Ruby Riot in a rematch from last night. Elimination Chamber They actually Had a really cool match Ruby had a lot more Offense The Ryan squad Did interfere A couple of times uh, Ronda had The on bar end And the Ryan squad Was able to pull uh, Ruby out So You know You saw a couple Of shenanigans A couple of uh, I wouldn't call it miscues, But uh, Maybe We should call it A miscue. But the way Ronda jumped Off the top rope Going for the Flying crossbody It didn't necessarily Go as planned But it worked uh, Got Got you know, we'll be back into the ring and uh, hit it with one of those uh, whiplash-type attacks into the turnbuckle and set that up for on armbar into the victory. So, Ronda Rousey still the uh, women's champion. All right, so shouts to all the guys that bring you the podcast each and every week. I'm going to catch you guys tomorrow for SmackDown Live. And, well, uh, uh, it was a cool role. I, I enjoyed it. So, let's find out what the internet has to say about it, and we'll go ahead and compare it next week.